hit a button, Morty. Give me a beat. Oh, this is a podcast. What's good, folks? I appreciate you tuning in to this episode of This A Podcast. This is the show where I have conversations with um, some of the smartest, brightest, most hardworking, talented people that are just in my world, people that I really think are um, forward thinkers, um, you know what I'm saying, really bright and really intelligent in whatever field that they're in. I talk to people from all different fields, you know what I'm saying, um, artistry, science, business, literally just people I know that um, I think are dope. So that's what this show is. My name is Mech. I am a content creator. Uh, I also run a family business. So a lot of the things that we talk about on here are in that world of business building, um, you know what I'm saying? Building as a person, you know what I mean? Just things like that. But how, that's that's the frame of the conversation. But uh, the conversation tends to go where it goes. So um, I appreciate you for tuning in. If this is your first time like dealing with the It's Nation brand, check out everything that we got on itsnation.com. We have a lot of content on there. Um, if you're into sports, we got Sporty Life TV with my homeboys, Serge and Theo. Right now, we're doing a dope docu-series following the Kennedy High School program as Serge and Theo uh, joined that coaching staff. Uh, it's a whole new coaching staff, so we're documenting the journey of that. And we also have um, my homeboy, Phil, who is, uh, you know what I'm saying, a regular guest on this podcast. Now he has his own podcast called The Final Third. Um, he's going and he, he is a soccer coach. So he's talking to a lot of his homies about um, everything soccer. And we have another show, um, another podcast called Live from the Backseat. That's with my two homegirls, Josie and Simone. They're super dope, super funny. And we've got hella content like on itsnation.com. Just go on there. You know what I'm saying? Look around. There's hella shit on there. And uh, also subscribe to It's Nation TV on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? That's where you can see a lot of our stuff. So I appreciate you for tuning into this and I appreciate you for, uh, you know what I'm saying? Fucking with the brand. On this episode, I have my friend Zakia Dennis on tap. Zakia is currently working in the film and television industry. She is a costumer, I believe she described. I believe that's the title that she gave uh, a costumer um, for television shows. So she literally dresses the characters that we see on. Um, she was on Power, um, and she's been on some other shows. Um, yeah. So, but I know her from. When I was in Hampton and I worked at Forever 21, she was my supervisor there. Um, so she um, has definitely always been into the style thing. But we get into all of that, um, like how she went from working in retail to working in television and films. Um, she is also on here dropping knowledge about... Um, you know what I'm saying? Really knowing yourself, uh, building confidence within yourself. We, we, we get really deep on here, actually. She, you know what I'm saying, talks a lot about um, how some of the things that she experienced as a kid influenced her um, to this day. And all kinds of very interesting, very cool stuff. And um, also I have to say <laughs> that... Uh, you know what I'm saying Being the novice that I am Sometimes I uh, Still You know what I'm saying 
experience technical difficulties and um some point during like the middle of this conversation the microphones like fuck up so you'll like hear a shift from like super super clear audio to like just like a room like like audio just taken in within the room um which happens because like i said the microphone's fucked up but luckily i had um the cameras rolling uh during this interview so the camera audio still picked up the rest of the conversation and there was just like so much dope valuable stuff within the whole conversation that i was like fuck it like we're just gonna keep everything so um yeah you'll just notice that but that's about it everything else uh super dope in this interview man um yeah so zakia dennis on tap Got Zakia Dennis on tap today, and I'm super excited. Zakia, welcome to the show. Thanks. How are you? How are you? I'm super. How are you? I'm doing well. So, um, quick little caveat, man. We go way, way, way back, and we're gonna dig into all of that. But real quick, let people know who you are and what you do. Uh, who am I? <laughs> <laughs> Where do I begin? <laughs> uh, first and foremost, I'm uh, Mateo's mom. Um, secondly, I am a costumer and wardrobe supervisor in television and film. I'm currently working on the first season of a one hour series called The Village for NBC. Nice. Nice. So, um, I actually am very interested in the TV film world. So let's start there. How did you get into working on in television? Um, I started as an intern on a movie back in 2013. It was a, it wasn't a majors. It was like a hundred grand from being a majors. It was called, shit, I don't remember. You remember what the movie was called? Uh, it was with Rose Byrne and Nick Kroll. <laughs> oh, uh, nice. Oh, yeah, whoa, nice. So, I like Rose Byrne. Yeah. Um, she was in Neighbors, right? Is she was in like about? a lot okay. of shit. Nick Kroll. I have a, Nick Kroll's funny, but he's done some things that are that I don't like. He looks funny. Big mouth. Do you watch that show on Netflix? Nah. Oh my god! I'm not like a TV movie buff. Oh, you don't? Oh, okay. All right. I know. <laughs> you landed there somehow. Anyway, that, but that's dope. But you've always wanted to be in TV and film, right? Well, I started wanting to be a. I wanted to be a stylist at first, mm-hmm. and uh, I think unfortunately I should have never moved out of New York and going to school in the South kind of paralyzed me. Um, because when I was like itching to become a stylist, it was nobody was doing that in the South. Mm-hmm. Like bitches was wearing like barefoot or whatever the fuck those like they were just lame. They were wearing <laughs> lame ass shit, in, doing in lame shit. Yeah, yeah, in the South, like Virginia, like Virginia's fucking whack. Mm-hmm. Um, no, offense. <laughs> literally no, offended every. No Virginian. offense to the Virginians. <laughs> I mean, I became a woman there, so yeah. I learned how to drive in Virginia. But yeah. I'm just saying, like creatively and um outside of the box and aesthetically like nobody was doing styling in the at the caliber that i needed to learn it i guess okay um so i I feel like sorry but i feel like it's like that now i feel like style is a1 now you know what i'm saying over there oh in virginia well not i mean i don't know a1 (laughs) but like i feel like you know what i'm saying people have a I don't know from what I'm seeing. I mean, just like, and I'm just seeing from what I'm seeing on Instagram. It's but underwhelming. I'm just, I'm just. But you're from New York, so. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's what it is. Yeah. Like, I wish I would have stayed here and went to FIT mm-hmm. or not went to school and like just like freelance or like 
did something but i think i lacked confidence back then so i don't think it would have ever happened anywhere that i was i think if i really wanted it while i was in virginia i probably could have done it like how kind of we were talking about before i just you didn't i didn't know what to do like i didn't have the wherewithal i didn't figure it out and i probably could have i mean we i did a few things with with millie mm -hmm. but that was later on but mm -hmm. when i first got to virginia i wasn't i wasn't thinking big picture but i could have I, I probably could have been a great stylist and a good stylist but that's what i wanted to be and then um, I later discovered that I didn't, I didn't want to be a stylist. And one of my best friends from college actually got an internship with Spike through Norfolk State. And he started doing it. He got in before me. And for years, while I was in bum-ass retail, he was like, yo, come, come to wardrobe and film. Like, what are you doing? And I was like, but it was one of those things where I was like, I was complacent. I was scared. And I thought that, I would move up the ladder and I would eventually go to corporate and retail and be making capping probably 75, 80 grand a year, be miserable, work every fucking holiday. Like it, it's, it's an industry that is, you're just a number. Like nobody gives a fuck about your development, no matter what they say. Yeah, I agree. So what happened was I literally, <laughs> I started working at Urban Outfitters when I moved back from Virginia and I was working. That was like my quote unquote like dream job. Like I wanted to work there so bad and I got in and I was like, this is like a motherfucking cult. Like everybody was doing the same shit. Like you had to like do coke or kiss somebody's ass to like move up. And I'm like, bruh, this is clothes. Yeah. And so literally I trans, well, I was like in our leadership role and then I transferred to like a sales associate role. Mind you, I was like 25, 26 when I was doing this. And I was just like, I knew, I think something like deep down inside, I knew I just didn't, I didn't have the energy. I didn't have the capacity to work in retail anymore. So I had literally was, I had planned a family vacation. Like me and my folks went to uh, Myrtle Beach and I had put in my two weeks and that was it. And then I just started interning and then I started being a production, a costume production assistant. And when you when you put your two weeks in did you have any prospects are you kind of like, at least i know i just i just know i don't want to do this anymore. i probably didn't have any money saved i didn't have shit just i just was like i'm not like what well, i'm wasting my time like i was wasting my life literally i was wa it was the most mundane dumbass fucking shit like you're not learning you're not growing you're not you're not doing anything mm -hmm. like you're making these places and these corporations millions of dollars and you're like barely making it because I think I was making like 13 bucks an hour yeah. when I was in the leadership role and then they told me they couldn't afford me when I stepped down so they like put me to $10 and it's just like damn you know what I'm saying so yeah so then I started costuming and then after costuming I got thrown into a supervisor position how did I was you get like, that first uh how did you get that first like opportunity um, my same really good friend his name is Trenton he was on the show Power and uh, I think I heard of that show yeah <laughs> it's on his sixth season by the way um, I think he started like putting my name out there and then the person that he was uh, working for at the time she kind of started noticing me I didn't I didn't think I was doing anything special but that's the other thing you, you never know who you the fuck is know. watching yeah. you like, you never know what you're doing yo, like, you're, like, you never know do your, your impact best. do yeah. what you're supposed to do Work outwork everyone I think that's the uh, one of the things that I have going for me <laughs> is that I can, I can outwork most people yeah. um, and just have common sense I think that people are lacking that in life mm -hmm. and it's really sad um, this, this might be a 
stupid question, what? but like <laughs> when you say, okay, so you got that first opportunity, which led to more opportunities mm-hmm. besides like outworking everybody. Like what, I guess my question is what makes a good stylist? You know what I'm saying? Like if you're on a TV show and you're styling people. I don't style anyone. Okay. So what do you do on so TV shows? There's in my industry, there's two different sides. So there is a wardrobe side, which I do. And mm-hmm. then there's a design side. So the design team are the people that pick the clothes, they fit the actors, they deal with all the aesthetics. I am the person who I break down that script to make sure that the actors have the right clothes on for say they're waking up in the morning. So I need to make sure they have pajamas on. I need to make sure the designers know they're wearing pajamas when they wake up. I need to make sure they know they're wearing a tux when they go out to to a party. I'm the person that is setting up the logistics. I have the costumers who are the people that are on set with the actors to make sure the actors are proper. I'm in charge of them. I'm in charge of making sure the clothes are clean. I'm in charge of making sure the clothes go to dry cleaning. I'm in charge of making sure we have whatever, like socks. Yeah, and, I, get, I start to, I'm starting yeah, to get Yeah, socks and a t-shirt and... Everything I clothes am, related on yeah, set. That's what I do. <clears throat> okay. So I am not part of the creative process whatsoever. Um, luckily, the designer that I work for, she is cool as fuck. And she does value my opinion. Sometimes I overstep probably. That's just my personality. <laughs> I can't you. help it. I'm like, eh, I don't I don't think, think that's so. going to work. <laughs> and she was like, she gave me the look like, yeah. okay, Z. But this isn't up for debate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, this is my shit. But, I mean, I'm also blessed to be in that opportunity be around those kind of people because mm-hmm. a lot of people get stuck in these positions with designers that are not that talented. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they don't, they don't want to hear anything you have to say. It's like, you do your side and I do my side when the designer I work for, she's pretty... Like I said, she's pretty cool and she listens to me and she values my opinion, I yeah. think. So that's cool. That's dope. Um yeah. going going back a little yeah, bit. Yeah, sure. Um <laughs> so I think I mentioned earlier, but I know you from Virginia when I was going to Hampton. You were living out there at the time. When in your life or like your life in Virginia mm-hmm. did I meet you? Like like how long had you been there? At um that time? So you probably met me when I was 23 mm-hmm. and I had been there since I was 18. Okay. So yeah. I remember you said that you were kind of like lacking confidence back then. Like what were, like what, like what, what were you doing in Virginia? Like I know you, I mean, obviously I know you went to school out there, but like what was your life like out there? Like what touches okay, were you so doing you every day? You want to take it all the way back? So this is what <clears throat> happened. What happened was when I was 22, I was supposed to be have graduated mm-hmm. from Norfolk State and my mother was like, you're cut off. I'm not paying anymore. Mm-hmm. You need to come home. And I was like, well, what am I going to do? Like, I wasn't, I don't think I could take out any more student loans. I don't remember what the, the cause, the case was, but um, so I moved back home. I had got a job at like Ann Taylor and I had enrolled, enrolled in the community college. And literally something came over me at that time. And I just like, I just came into my own. I mean, I always kind of been my own person, but I just start, stopped giving a fuck about yeah. what anyone thought about me. And I just kind of like, was like, this is the, like, I'm me at 22 years old. I was like, yo, this is me. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking with it. And I had like a boyfriend at the time that was also like very fostering in that. Like he just thought I was like, so dope <laughs> and so i think he like helped my confidence and self-esteem too um so what happened was i had like been busting ass at community college too i was like i had like a 3.5 and like i was like 
a 2.0, 2.5 average kind of girl at yeah. Never oh, State. Okay, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, I think one semester had like a 3.0. And it was probably like, I don't even know why. But anyway, so whatever. I was like, I can't, I'm not staying in New York. I still had like a really big, like, yearning to be in Virginia. I'm not sure why. So I basically um, got a, what is it called? Because I wasn't, oh, I was on probation. I was on ab- academic probation. I think that's what it was. I think that's the other reason why I had to move home because mm-hmm. I couldn't get any financial aid because I was on academic probation. Okay. okay. So what happened was I had did, what is it called? I had did paperwork where I was like, please let me, g- give me a chance. I don't know uh, what the fuck appeal it's called. Or? Yes, okay. I did an appeal with financial aid and they granted my appeal. So I got back in and I moved back. And when I moved back, I moved back to Hampton because one of my best friends actually went to Hampton and she was living in Hampton. Um, and I, I stayed with her, got the job of forever as an assistant manager. <laughs> yeah, which was lit. You were like my supervisor, you were my direct superior. That shit was so whack when you think about it. But I mean, I met so Yo, many I've, dynamic dog, that's people. That's literally what I was about to say. Like some of the most important people still in my life were, were met through there. So yeah. that's crazy. I don't know if I answered your question. Um, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go around. I, I think my, 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 my question, oh yeah, my question was like, what were you doing in Virginia from 18, like before I met you? So you said you were in school. I wasn't doing shit. Like uh, I had met my group of friends when I was 18 and we lived together from like sophomore year until like senior year. Mm -hmm. So we were like, I was barely going to class and like working. I wasn't doing shit. I wasn't one of those kids that was involved in a lot of stuff. I don't (laughs) really. yeah. Yeah. I didn't really like, I don't really like people that much. Yeah, I, I can, I can, I like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 I literally I like want to be around the people I want to be around, yeah. and I no th- desire to go and meet new people. Yeah, and it's just like I also feel like there's a lot of like people that are just out there, like they're just opportunists. Like, I don't want to have this fake ass, phony ass conversation yeah. with you. I want to be myself. Yeah. I want to like, if you really care about like something I have to say I want to feel it you'll find a lot of that on a con- on a, a college campus yeah yeah <clears throat> so it's just like I wasn't really doing shit yeah. so <laughs> so even going back a little further like when you were um honestly like when you were a kid like kid like we're talking like elementary school middle school what type of stuff what type of stuff were you into so uh when I was in elementary school I was a girl scout <laughs> really <laughs> What's crazy? No, what's crazy? Like dead, dead ass. Yeah, I was a Girl Scout until ninth grade, and I quit because I didn't want people to to like make fun of me. Yeah. Now I don't understand why I would think that people would know I was in Girl Scouts unless I fucking told them. That's real. But I'm so grateful for my my mom for that because I really think that it made me well rounded. Yeah. And it put me in a position where I went to not a predominantly black school. It was a mixed school, but I hung around with all black people. Mm So um it put me in a position where I was around different cultures and she like, you know, I went to girl scout camp. I met like so many people. We, we were taught to problem solve goes back to that. So, I mean, I think that it was, it was a really great thing. My mom is an educator. So she always kind of like made us do certain things and I'm grateful for them now because I think that I'm a solid adult where you find, find that (laughs) a lot of people aren't. Like dead, dead, dead ass. Like you like really are like, damn, like, damn, I wish my mom would have made me do that. Or like, damn, why was she so fucking annoying? But then you like you meet grown ass people that are like Mm shitholes, like literally have no souls, no values, no morals, no ambition, no 
moral compass. They have no, nothing. Like, like nothing. it's just like, what are you? You're existing. You're existing. Like you're gonna perish. <laughs> yeah, I, I be thinking like it to me. It's like, dog. Do you want to be? There's two types of people. There's people who impact their environment environment and there's people who are impacted by their environment profound you know what i'm saying like literally sure. literally people who they go as the world goes you know what mm. i'm saying and there's people who know that they can inflict whatever especially in your own life yes, like absolutely in your own life people who communicate in a way where it's like they have to know what everyone else is doing before they know what they're doing or they have to they, yeah, they make yeah. their decisions yeah, yeah. based on what information they intake instead of just they're making their own penetrated. decision, bro. I'm just yeah, like, yeah. take, take, Doug. This is your life. Take it. You know what I'm saying? I, I definitely feel. And, that. and I what's funny is, like that. Yeah. what's funny is, I, I, I feel like I was that um, for a long time. It's so funny. There, there was a time I kind of reminded you about this like a minute ago. I think I texted you and told you, but I was there was a time when I was just I was that person. I was literally going with the flow, and you had asked me. Um, like I was getting ready to graduate and you asked me like what are you going to do after school yeah. and I was like my mom wants me to go to grad school and then you were like you are like let me know when you stop like you know, let me know when your mom's not making your decisions Word. and like I just it's so funny dog because I felt it's so like we were homies but I felt yeah. so sunned in that no! moment yeah because like because you literally said that and then walked away I didn't even have a chance to like <laughs> I didn't even have a chance to explain myself I believe you <laughs> you're like yeah I bet okay your mom yeah <laughs> okay yeah and I was just like, like no, I, and I was like <laughs> I was just like, uh, you know what I'm saying? But that shit, honestly, that shit made me think even to this day. I was just like, damn, like, it's funny that she asked me a question about my life and I framed my answer in what what someone else wants. You know what I'm saying? Dog. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That that was like the first kind of time I was like, damn, I I was that person too. So I can't blame people for being that. But you have to understand that once you the moment you decide to take control of your life, your life will turn the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it will really turn up the moment you decide to just take like dog this is yours your decisions no, are yours it's, it's you know really what i'm saying true. you can of course take people into consideration yeah. you know what i'm saying be a good human being right but dog every decision you make is your own you know what yeah. i'm saying and and i think that creates resentment when people yeah, um absolutely. make decisions based on other people because when it doesn't when their life takes a turn and it's like oh well it's because of my mom it's because of my boyfriend that i did you don't know no, it's you, you have to you, take accountability for accountability your is the that's, biggest thing i mean people don't do that generally like accountability is one of the things that i find so appalling about adults and i'm not perfect sometimes i maybe i don't but i really try to take a p- accountability for my actions and my decisions and you just have to like whether they're good, whether they're bad, indifferent. You have to be accountable for them because you're an adult. To me, I find it liberating. Like it, it is. To, it's like dog. Like okay, no one can really in, like have uh, an effect on my life that I th- that I don't want them to have. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, it's like it's damn. Like I don't know, man. Just that freedom of my life is mine and the decisions I make are mine, good yeah. or bad. It kind of um, it also kind of makes me realize that things aren't a big deal as like we think they are facts you know what i'm saying everything this too shall pass is a really 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 relative no not relative but it's a really factual statement like everything that you go through good bad is gonna pass Mm -hmm. like it's never gonna be the same it's never gonna be constant it's gonna what is it a variable is that right life life varies (laughs) (laughs) varies. (laughs) yeah so it's just like you just have to kind of roll with the punches, but people don't have that wherewithal and people don't have the tools to do that. So it's like, we're blessed, like, cause we're obviously doing that. Mm-hmm. Like I face challenges and adversity all the time. And I feel like it's only making me better. 
but I also have a vision for my life too. And I also have someone else that's relying on me to make good choices and keep going forward yeah. where people don't, like I said, people don't have that wherewithal for themselves. So can't imagine throwing another person into that mix. Straight up. But. Do you think that is, cause I know for me, that's something that I learned. Do you think that's something that you learned or something Absolutely. that was in you? How did, how did you learn that? What, like whether it was an instance that made you have to like deal with it or like, like how did you learn that? I think it's just life experience. Yeah. I think, and I think that's another thing too, that people lack life experience. I'm not saying I've been through everything, but I just, because of people's uh, apprehensions about doing certain things, they haven't experienced life. Like even traveling, like traveling and or like, like there's grown ass adults that don't go out to eat by themselves. I don't yeah. know if you're one of those, but no, I, I, it's funny. I, I go to the movies by myself. I do everything I go to the, by myself. I do, I do a lot of things person. by myself. I'm yeah. a loner at heart. Like I, I was talking to um me and my homegirls were. I guess I was in DC two weeks ago, and I was with my homegirls from college. Yeah, it was cool though. I'm sorry. No, I'm just I'm just joking. I was literally there for like thirty. I'm, I'm, I'm literally not the person that's like, oh, and you're my city. Give <laughs> me up. Like, I, I just like don't care. Like if you if you do like. Cool. Like I'll try like to make time, but like hours. I'm never that type of. Person. I was literally joking. I'm never that type okay. of. Person. Oh, if you're around, you gotta hit me. If I'm there, I'll hit you. Because like most of the time, I'm in my house. I, like Dude, I'm my favorite. I'm my like, I'm my own favorite person too. So I don't yeah, even like, like to go. Out, honestly. So wait, what was I saying? Yeah. So you were saying that you were in DC. And, no, we were oh, talking. Yeah. Yeah. So I was in DC with my homegirls, and um, me and one of my homegirls, we were um chatting, just about like, just talking, and she was just like how she's a loner and I was like yeah I'm a loner too and then we were talking about our other two friends how they're loners and we're like hey that's like what it is though like we're all loners loners who like just really enjoy each other but it's like we connect like we might connect twice a year or like text like really thoroughly and hard for like a month or two and then disconnect and come and fall right back but we're all very very content with being by ourselves and I think that that's a big big factor like you have to be okay with being you and being by yourself yeah like in all capacities like you can't like be looking for validation in other people I feel like that is a that's probably what I learned at 22 too is that no person makes you valid didn't um Lauren Hill say that something about maybe so I would have to yeah, go on genius or something she said, <laughs> she she said, said a lot of something. things <laughs> but it's like you know how like she's one of those people who have, have been very conscious and it's mm -hmm. like some of her lyrics I didn't really grasp until I oh, was at the time, yeah. much older yeah. but you know she said like a crew doesn't validate you and I think I've learned that and I think it's made me better and stronger it's like I don't need people or any like things or anyone to validate me as a human as a anything yeah. I, I just need to like constantly move forward like yeah I think I learned that I, I know there was instances that brought me that. Like I was telling you earlier, when I moved back home after school yeah. and I was by myself, I'm literally looking at my homies on Instagram, all still together. And I'm just like, yeah. damn, like I wish I was there. But also that like me being by myself kind yeah. of forced me to figure out who am I? What do I fuck with? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. And that's kind of where I came up with the, uh, or that's kind of where I started to learn the, really it was, me starting to read more and starting to, um, like you said, life experiences. Something yeah. that I realize about reading is yeah. that I'm able to experience life vicariously through other people. You know what I'm saying? So, and usually, if it's somebody, I, I usually will read on people who are successful that I want to emulate in right, some right. type of way. You know what I'm saying? Doing better than you. Yeah, people right. who I look up to. So, yeah. when I'm looking at their stories and I'm and I'm and I see the similarities, I'm like, okay, this is possible for me too. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, this person is human. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. So that that yeah and. That's and 
one thing that we all have in common. Yeah. And accountability (laughs) is a thing, a theme that I see in a lot of like highly functioning, highly successful people. Like they take ownership of their lives, you know, and they don't let people kind of dictate their shit. But um, this is a kind of left field question. But when you were a kid, what did you think you were going to be when you grew up? Um, I wanted to be a singer. Um, Really? Do you sing? I've never heard um, you sing at all. <laughs> so I I sang in the choir okay. for church okay. because I grew up in the church. I grew up Christian. Um, I sang in the choir from probably elementary school all the way up until high school. And I also always have sang in a school choir. In high school, I was in an acapella all-girls group. What was and, it called? Did y'all have a name? Uh, Sweet Adelines. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Um, again, it was one of those things where I think I just, I mean, nobody really, none of my friends back then were like thinking about their future and like doing anything. And I also had a parent who told me that I wouldn't be a singer and I couldn't be a singer. I wasn't good enough to be a singer. So I think some of those things, like I said, paralyze you. And I think when you're younger and in high school, especially you are more influenced, you're you're almost like a a kid like a baby again how like they say they're sponges i think high school is the same shit yeah i think it's more with your peers like right, you're literally exactly. like whatever your peers are doing what kind yeah, of shit exactly and i wasn't and i wasn't even that girl that was doing everything their, their peers were doing but i wasn't striving mm-hmm. and i think if i would have focused um i could ha- have become a singer i don't know like what kind of level like would i be a backup singer would i be like I don't think I'd be on a stage because I, I don't really have any moves. <laughs> but <laughs> not really a dancer. But yeah. um yeah, I wanted to be a singer. But shit, if you can blow, you don't gotta be a dancer. I mean, I'm, not blow. I mean I'm okay. Yeah. I'm not like I, but I think it's again like a your your voice is a instrument. It's like an you instrument. have to it's a con- tool. Yeah, it's a tool. You have to practice, you have to keep practicing, practicing. And I stopped singing once I went to college and I was gonna try out for uh Norfolk State had a choir, but mm-hmm. I was scared. Mm-hmm. I didn't try out and I made an excuse that was valid to me and I had no one to push me. Yeah. And unfortunately, like now I don't need any pushing. Like yeah. I just I know that I have to continue and I have to progress. I don't yeah. believe in being stagnant. Mm-hmm. I need to like keep pushing on. Um, it's very interesting. We've, we've we've talked about confidence a couple of times already. And yeah, I've honestly like even since I first met you, you've kind of been somebody that's exuded like a lot of confidence. Dope. Um, no. <laughs> I, like, not straight up. But, like, you've mentioned a couple times, like, how you've struggled with it. How have you, like, fostered the confidence that you have now? Man, I guess, I don't know, yo. It's just, like, I think what's really fucked up is it kind of starts with your exterior. Like, I never saw people, women on TV or women in the music business that look like me. So I think I always, like, struggled with like my aesthetic like I didn't know like if I was attractive to like men or like so I think it kind of starts with that and then like I didn't come up in a home where I was like told like I was attractive or you know like so I think it started with that but like I said once I started to come into my own like yo I'm fucking cool as shit like that's what it came down to I think like me being cool and me being outspoken and me being smart and me being articulate, those are the things that kind of like really like 
gave me confidence. And is me seeing something? all the trash around me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not that. <laughs> is there something that kind of um, sparked this, like, I'm cool? Like, was it people telling you, like, damn, Z, I like your hair? Like, Probably. I think that was the first Probably. thing I noticed because about you. I used you to just do you. shit, and yeah. I just used to just do it because I liked it, and it wasn't, like, a thing of, like, it didn't matter what anyone thought. Like, and it's just, that's what it is. It's just, like... You have to be comfortable with yourself. There's there's no one else that's you. There's mm-hmm. so many there's everyone else is taken. You have to be completely comfortable with waking up in the morning and being yourself. Yeah. Like and I think I just had to learn that from with like it just comes from within. Like no one told me. I mean maybe like you said maybe when people tell me like oh that's a good look, mm-hmm. maybe it like it does it doesn't really stroke me. I don't really have an ego, mm-hmm. but it does it's helpful, but in the same token, like if you tell me like you like my hair and I hate it, I'm just gonna yeah. hate it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's still straight up not what I want. Yeah. And so yeah, I just been like kinda like just moving how I wanna move and I just literally don't allow anyone to penetrate me. Yeah. I just do me. I just am like the best at that. Um do you mind talking about what it, what it was like growing up in your household when you were a kid? Sure. Uh, like, what was that like for you? Like, how like how was your? Because you've you've kind of alluded to some things that went on in your household when you were growing um, up. Like, what I was just, it like? I mean, I grew up in a two parent household, which okay. people are always like, "Really?" Because uh, I never talk about my father because he wasn't very nice to me. Okay. Um, and my mother, like I said, she was an educator. She was a guidance counselor for thirty five years. So her job was to push people in the right direction um so i mean like i said my mom school was really important to her and never really was a thing for me like i think that i did well like one year in elementary school because i like my teacher but it was like my my dad was actually uh my father he's not my dad i don't is there a difference him my dad yeah i think that how, how do you um, define the two I think that a dad is someone who helps with the development of a child who is there on the day to day, who um, is loving the child unconditionally. I think the father is a person that um, gives the sperm to the mother and you have a baby and he may be the person sees the child, maybe the person like literally the birth. Yeah. Like uh, you might be some sort of you're not influential in their life. You're not influential in their upbringing. You don't make decisions for them. Help make decisions for their, for their future. Um, and you're saying that your your father, father. lived in your house yeah. growing up. And but you- he was very. I think that he lacked confidence and he lacked whatever uh, tools were to be a parent. I, you know, I don't think everyone is meant to be a parent. Yeah, I can. And do that. Uh, he wasn't very loving. Uh, he loved me with condition. Like, if you do this, then I, yeah, I love you. But if you do that, I don't really fuck with you. So I grew up with that. Um, My mom, she's a writer. Like, she's the strongest person I know. Like, she just, like, she rolls with everything. She figures everything out. She makes shit happen. She doesn't make excuses for anything. She's the only person I know that just, she just does shit. Like, she does work. Like, she doesn't, she doesn't care about anything around her. She just does what she needs to do. But my, I mean, my childhood was good. Um, and your parents, like, they had a good relationship, like, with no, each other? they didn't have oh, a good okay. relationship. Uh, I think I remember when they did, but when they didn't, it was most of my life. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's interesting. I think that was also probably, because you don't realize 
that either how that fucks you up yeah when you become sure. an adult how like seeing things that uh maybe you think are normal and when you become an adult you're like yo that shit was fucked up mm-hmm. and you don't really realize how damaging it is to you as an adult until you become an adult and you're in certain situations and you're like fuck as far as whether you want to talk about when you were a child or when you were a little bit more of an adult who or what did you look to for inspiration i know you said you didn't see like a lot of people that looked like you or that you resonated with like on tv or whatever like in the media but who is the people that or who are the people that you kind of like looked up to and wanted to emulate i always like more like yeah i mean we find out now she's an asshole but you think so yeah she's an asshole like performance wise or oh like professionally an i asshole. mean she could be an asshole per- personally too but i don't know but i mean i feel like the way you treat how you treat is yeah. probably how you treat everyone else yeah I, I literally was saying someone earlier today like how you do anything is how you'll do everything you know what i'm saying so like right if you are an asshole to you know what I'm saying someone who's who you perceive to be less than then you're probably an asshole by nature yeah but i mean with Lauren, all I've heard about Lauren Hill, like, negatively, is just that she doesn't show up on time today. Nah, you didn't hear about the Robert um, Glasper thing where... I saw the Robert Glasper. Yeah, she how she, uh, don't quote me, something to the effect of where he was going to... What does he do? I don't even know. He's uh he's a musician. He plays like hella instruments. Okay, like, I so think he's a pianist. He was a part of, like, her initial band for whatever tour she was going to go on. And she, apparently, she has this um, pattern where she will hire a band. And then when she gets there, she'll do auditions and she'll clean out the other band. Like she's notoriously known for this. And basically she wanted Robert Glasper to audition for her. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she wanted him to audition. He was like, yo, I'm Robert Glasper. No, I'm not auditioning for Lauryn Hill. Like, bitch, you don't got shit. I I can see that because he is like a one. Yeah, and I heard she doesn't like pay people on time or like don't doesn't pay people. So it's like when you're fucking with people's livelihood, Mm -hmm. I have a problem with that because like if like these NBC and stars and all these people don't pay me, like I can't pay my bills and I can't take care of my son. So like it's the same thing. Like I just, and then I I don't know what happened with her and what was it, Rohan, Marley? Her sixth kid wasn't by him. Like Uh I don't, like I don't know. I'm speculating. Yeah. But I just feel like. But you're hearing things that are making me think. I just don't know that she's a great person. I know the person that the person that used to style her from back back in the day is like she is like a is like a top top celebrity stylist and she said she's not a good person and, wow but i, mean, I guess if you hear from so many sources it's yeah like, and it's just like i mean i listen to unplug religiously and she has like the most amazing perspectives and she really like she's a, a very intelligent person yeah. So, I mean, I don't take that away from her, but yeah, she was one of the people that were a great influence to me. Um, I think somewhere along the line, Jay-Z has always been like influential. Really? Bob Marley. I always have had a thing for um, Basquiat. But like just people that are like different, mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? That are kind of like, it's like beating to their own drum, kind of like doing their own thing. I never like, I don't really like the the people that are like, on the surface, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm just, but I'm also, the, I don't romanticize other humans. Like, they're fucking humans. 100%, yeah. And it's just like, 100%. we keep putting these people on pedestals, pedestals. and they're just gonna disappoint us. Yeah. Like, everyone is. is you know, the same way your best friend can disappoint you or make you mad is literally with, like, 
these are these are those these are people. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I just have been relying on my own. As far as um, resources for learning, like like how do you, like how do you how do you approach getting better at what you do these days? I think it's trial and error. Like for my professional life, it's trial and error. I think for personal life too, it's trial and error. Like, um, I think that also seeing what people are doing around you and how they failed or how they become successful like you said people that have certain habits or certain routines and you just sort of like okay like i want to do that or i don't want to do that mm-hmm. or maybe i could do this but i can put my spin on this for in that way or whatever like i'm a vegan are you yeah and i've been vegan only for like oh, over a year but it wasn't like no one told me to go vegan like i wasn't like i just wanted to try it and i think that's one thing about me like i'll just try stuff like i became pescatarian like back then and just one day i was just like i wanted to actually i wanted to kick cheese i felt like i was addicted to cheese i love cheese everyone does <laughs> but you know they said it's as it addictive as heroin wow so the thing was like i would i would not eat it during the week and then i would literally fucking binge on it so it defeated the whole fucking purpose and i was like i can't do this and like while I pick my poisons, like I'm, I'm a drinker. I like drinking. Mm-hmm. That's more of my thing. Like I rather drink than eat. <laughs> I, I, I can kind of say that about myself too. Like whatever. Like but, people be like, oh, I haven't ate today. I can't drink. I'm like, oh, man. Sometimes, I, sometimes I drink and then eat, or like sometimes I drink and don't eat. Like, you know, no, I can't like, do that. I have to eat something. At, at my old age, I have to eat yeah. something now. But yeah, like I just like I kind of like just try shit out, and if it works for me, then it works for me. And I'm not doing it because it's a trend. I'm not doing it because anyone's influencing me. I'm doing it because this is what works for my life. Straight up. Um, I kind of want to touch on the vegan thing. Like, what, what what propelled that decision? Or Just the cheese. Yeah. And, <laughs> it was like solely cheese. Straight up. And I just kept, I did it. And I was like in it and I just kept doing it. But like what, pro- okay, so the fact that you felt like you were addicted to it. Yeah, I was like, I can't be like, addicted to food. I don't want to be addicted All to All cheeses is, it's like, it tastes delicious, but it's, it's fat and salt. Mm-hmm. Like it's that's all that cheese is. Yeah. I mean, it, like I said, it tastes delicious. It's it good. Just, like you literally can best. put cheese on it. Dog, I do put. I put cheese. It's funny. People make fun of how much Parmesan I use on like pasta or pizza. I drown my shit in Parmesan like every time, and people make fun of me for that. But as far as the vegan lifestyle, like how has that like benefited you, or how do you um, feel like what what impact do you feel like it's had on you? I think that I have more energy. Um, I'm more conscious generally of what I, foods I put in my body just because like you don't realize how many things have like some sort of dairy or like meat mm-hmm. in them like you know what I'm saying like gelatin that you find in like jello well you find it in like anything that's a gummy candy mm-hmm. uh, you find it you know those whisk wisp like two teeth things mm-hmm. they're in there but what, but what is gelatin? Is gelatin uh, a bad thing? Yeah, it's a... Don't quote me either. It is a compilation of pig skin and shit that's used in a lot of food. Mm-hmm. Um, gross. And it's, oh, it's also <laughs> used in uh, vitamin capsules. Mm-hmm. So I was for a long time taking vitamins and supplements that I'm using to like cleanse my body that have gelatin in them and now i only use vegetarian capsules but it's just like just being conscious 
how has your life turned out differently than you might have expected it to be? Oh, Lord. I think that um, when you don't have, it, have life experience, you think that you're going to have this solid career when you... Solid mm-hmm. career when you, I think that you think that you're going to have a solid career when you graduate from college. Yeah. You're going to make like all this money. <laughs> For sure. And then you're going to be married. You're going to have children. You're going to do like all these amazing things. And that's just not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> I think that um, everything is trial and error. And you start from the bottom and you keep, you know, reaching plateaus and like it starts over and it keeps starting yeah. over. You know what I'm saying? I feel like. I'm at a moment in my life where I'm about to do the next thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's not professionally, I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing, but uh, personally, like I'm ready for the next thing. You know what I'm saying? And my son is about to go into kindergarten. So it's just like, my brain is doing like a lot of twists and turns and tumbles. Um, I don't know if that answers your question. No, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I feel like it's funny that you said like with with your brain, I feel like um, our experiences, I feel like as human beings, we're whole, you know what I'm saying? So like our experiences will then carry into our professional lives in right, any way. Right. So like, I For feel sure. like, like, yeah, yeah. Hey. So like how you think about your kid going to college might affect something you do professionally. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I think that's, uh, very that's interesting. So, yeah. Um, you talked about like ups and downs and stuff. Like, can you think of a particular failure or perceived failure that ended up being like something that was actually a win for you Um, I think the whole thing of like being on academic probation Mm -hmm. and having to move back home it kind of like humbled me like I was kind of like one of those people that could manipulate my mom doing anything because she was guilt felt guilty from how my father treated me so it was like this fucked up thing of where like this fucked up thing of where like I could kind of get her to like literally do anything. <laughs> like in what way? Did you use that to your? Did you? Oh, do that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, give me, give me some examples. I had my Lacoste shirts. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like mom, I gotta be fresh. Yeah, like, I, gotta I, wouldn't be even, fresh. Like, I wouldn't even like, like I would make up like bullshit. Like, yo, I would, I would make like books up. Like, I'd be like, yo, I need these books. I wouldn't have an air book. Like, I'm just like, be fly. I would, like shit. need money. Like, yeah, need money like, I always needed money, bro. Like, I always needed money and I wasn't doing shit except like eating, drinking, partying, and buying fucking clothes. Yeah. And so like, yeah, that's <laughs> that's that's pretty funny actually. I feel like I was that same way when I was a kid, especially um like early college, because my yeah. mom was. I always thank my parents for paying for me to go to school because um, just the freedom of not being in debt is just something that I can't like. I can't over, you know what I'm saying? You know, I pay seven hundred dollars a month in student loans. That's crazy. Fucking insane. That's crazy. How do you how do you feel about money? Like how do you treat money? Is money important to you? Uh because it sustains my lifestyle? Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't Well no no because I the reason I ask is because um I I feel like I've come up with a concept. Okay. of what money does yeah, you know what yeah. i'm saying and like kind of like you said like i understand that i needed to do certain things yeah. but i'm not like a motive i'm not motivated by it by any stretch you know what i mean if that okay. makes any sense like i'm not doing things because of what it no, pays no. Yeah, yeah. i'm not doing i'm not not doing things but because you're in I have a whole other realm it. though too yeah. like right now like i think for me like i know that like i said 
I have to take care of my son. Mm-hmm. Like, I probably wouldn't be as um, steadfast and as headstrong about money per se if I didn't have to take care of somebody, if I didn't have a weekly tuition bill. Like, there's just certain things. Like, you I need just, money for something. Yeah, I got to take care of my son. Like, there's like, like they don't want to hear any. Like, there's no, like, oh, well, you you know, okay, well, you can pay me next week. It's not, that's not how any yeah. of those things work. Yeah. So, I think I understand the function of money, and I think that it affords my lifestyle, like, but am I, like, addicted to it, or am I, like... Trying to get as much as you can? No, okay. I'm not. I, I would love to make great decisions and great investments that it would um, benefit my goddaughter who will be 13 next week and my son and anyone else in the future that is related to me that can get it off of the money or off of the investment or off of whatever I've, great decision I've made. I think I just want, when it, in regards to money, I just want to make some good decisions that benefit the future. Yeah. Like, that's it. And... Other than that, I'm just trying to live in the moment and I'm just trying to live my life and I'm trying to make amazing memories. And I think that's something that since my son has been born, as far as traveling, like I'm just like, I'm like a travel junkie. Like I just need it. Like I want to, I'm going to Curacao on the 29th. Like nice. I just want to like, I just want to create these memories. And it's like, cause you can't take this money with you. Like you can't take anything with you, but your experiences and your memories, you're always going to have those. Like no one can take those things from you. Like, they're always going to be there. And you're going to be like, yo, I remember when I woke up and I took five shots and then, like, I went to the beach and I, like, Yeah, swam that's my favorite part about like, traveling. You know what I'm like, saying? Like, like, not having obligations. Yeah, so it's the best. Yeah, it's so good. Like, for people with responsibilities, it's just, like, I think maybe that's the thing, too. I just hit on something. Like, people with responsibilities, like, when you're able to, like, step away from those things and, like, not have to do anything but, like, wake up and go to the beach. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like a whole other thing. Yeah, like, straight up. I guess people that don't really do shit, like, they're like, oh, whatever. Like, maybe that's why, because they don't do shit. Yeah. Like, so it's like, oh, well, I'll go there and not do shit, but I do that every day. I don't yeah, do yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, wow. That's actually. It's interesting. Uh, oh, well, I, I have a question too. Yes, um, yes, like, yes. what, as far I've I've seen, like, on IG, you've been hella places. Um, not really, yeah. You don't think so? Mm mm. Well, I guess because you're living your life, I, I, I'm I do at your life. <laughs> so, okay. But what, what, what's like your favorite place that you've been, or maybe your Yo, favorite vacation? So far, hands down, it's been Aruba. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just had, I just went on one of my best friends in uh, for her thirtieth. How how many times have you been there? I only went there one time. Okay. But um, it's just like it's an industrialized um, island, so it's not like how when you go to Jamaica, how it's like very third world country if you're not at the resort so i just really like found comfort in that because i'm an american so i found comfort in that and it was just like beautiful and the food was fucking fantastic and i don't eat meat and the food was like, you know, yeah, like straight up. everything yeah. was great like and uh, the people were kind and they were happy and it was just a good feeling and i went with my my best friend and she said she was like how she heard like people were saying like it's a couple destination and all this shit. Like I would love to go back with a significant significant other, but I would also go back with my son and my mom. Like I would go back. Like mm-hmm. I liked it that much. Like I thought it was dope. Um, so that's the my favorite part, favorite place I've been so far. Mm-hmm. Any other places that like stand out to you? I want to go to Thailand really bad. Yeah. Okay. Have you been? You just want to go. Really what, like what about? 
that place draws you to. Like it just aesthetically. Like I'm a, I'm like more drawn to like things that look good, which is weird for me. How but is that weird? Because I, I guess I don't like. It's not weird. Maybe it's not. Uh, yeah, but Thailand just looks beautiful yeah. to me. I've heard really good things. I want to go to Bali. I want to go to Spain really, really fucking bad. Like, I have not been to London and Paris. Those are, like, got a lot of I want to go to South Africa. Yeah. I want to go everywhere. Like, but it's just like with my work schedule, like literally I take like, I, I've been doing this um, New Year's trip now for three years and then I usually do a trip with my mom and my son, like whenever my job is done in the summer, whatever I'm, I'm doing. And then like another trip, I try to fit like another trip in. So like three trips a year, mm -hmm. but like traveling is also gets really expensive. And mm -hmm. again, like I have responsibilities. So that's true, that's true. Like put people on, do what you need to do. And then like go get yourself a production company, go open that restaurant, go, move to Aruba, go do whatever. Go Sounds buy like, three properties in your hometown. Sounds like you should use this time to build relationships too. Yeah, absolutely. Probably, I'm sure you'll be around people that you couldn't be around in right, any other true. setting. And I said also, it gives me, like now I feel like I have the tools and the resources to like, like I said, if I wanted to like be on some Easter Ray shit, if I really put my mind to it, I probably could. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just want to like foster great ideas and like good movement. Like, I don't know if TV and film would always be for me. I would love to produce. Like, that's like one of my, it was always up there on my, ever since I got in here, like up there on my goals list. But then I got just discouraged because producing is about finding money. And I was like, how, I don't know nobody with money. Yeah. Like how am I gonna find money? And then somebody told me, well, the best or the fastest track and, is to like go into locations because that's how you meet people in every department. You know how every department works. I'm like, okay, that's a savvy way to get in. But then people are like, also like starting indies, but you don't make any money in indie films. So there's like all of these levels, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, so now I feel like I'm at the point where I'm making a certain amount of money, so I'm not gonna digress. So it's like, what do I wanna do next? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I plan on being in this business for like five more years and then I wanna like, do something else, but I don't know do what you, that yeah, is. You don't know. You just know it's not. You don't want to be here forever. I want to see my son grow up. I don't. I'm like a. Oh, so you don't want to be a workaholic? Yeah, like I'm like, like, like I'm like a, like a part time mom in a sense. Like it sounds crazy, but like I pay for everything, but I don't see. I only see my kid on the weekends, yeah. basically, and on Facetime. Because you work so much. I work so much, so I'm averaging sixty hours a week. And then I have a crazy commute. So it's just about what's your priority is and what's most important to you. And I think me being there for my son is going to be way more beneficial and important for me in the next five years. Yeah. And I think um, also, too, like you say, entering kindergarten, I feel like this is the time that's yeah. starting to be like, okay, I want to shape like who he becomes, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And that only comes with spending time. Yeah, and I think I would definitely regret that yeah. if it didn't happen the way I thought it should. That's that's a very, very interesting take, honestly. You weren't expecting that? Nah, <laughs> not, even, not, not even that I wasn't expecting it. But I mean, I, when I ask a question, I don't know what to expect. Yeah. But that's very interesting because... Um, like, like it, it seems like you're very fo focused on what you want to do and you know exactly 
how to maneuver what you're trying to do. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Where it's like, I feel like a lot of people, like if they're in the television, television industry, they're like, okay, I'm just gonna see where it goes. Like, you know what I'm saying? But you know, like, okay, well, I know the benefits of what I'm doing. I know the downfalls of what I'm doing. Yeah. And I know that I can appreciate the benefits versus the downfalls for X amount of time. Yeah. And then like, I'm just gonna, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not criticizing it. I'm not like fighting like, no, why are we working 14 hour days? It needs no, to be I eight. Talk, I talk mad shit, but um, <laughs> I talk hella yeah, shit. Do you? Hella shit. Um, but again, like, I'm in a great, I'm extremely grateful. I'm gonna yeah. say that, you, you know, I'm extremely grateful. Since I've been in this business, mm-hmm. I have worked full time. And there's people that, you know, work 40% of the time, 50% of the time, 60% of the time. And I've been, you know, extremely grateful that I always work and that people appreciate me and people love me and people look out for me. And everyone doesn't have the same experience. So um, I'm going to ride this until the wheels fall off. But also, again, I know that my son is very important to me. I would love to be married and have another child. I would love to have a restaurant i would love to have a vegan bakery i would love to curate menus for children i would love to do all of these things um i would love the podcast to happen i would love but i i feel like honestly like two some people could do it i can't or maybe i can maybe i shouldn't say that word Mm -hmm. um can be more focused on something else while doing something else yeah like and especially if i'm in television like but I, i i need to like be able to separate separate the two um but i do believe that like i can like i said i I dream vividly and i can see all those things i see my restaurant with the bar in the middle i can see like a vegan bakery i can see myself in a school system i can see all of these things like happening and brewing and uh i think i'll make something happen and something work and something be where it is also financially liberating for me um but that's very interesting that you mentioned all those things. Like, what what do you think you want to tackle, like, when you when you eventually leave the television and film industry? I am really really interested in the restaurant business. Really, that's the hardest thing you'll ever. Yo, I me too. Permits. Yeah, but what's funny is literally on the drive up here, I was thinking about that. I was thinking like, cause I'm I'm kind of a thinker, dreamer, whatever. Same. But I'm also of the mindset that I know if I can see it, I can do it. So yeah. I like That's literally about, on the drive like, up yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally on the drive up here, I was thinking, what would what would a Mecran a restaurant look like you know what I'm saying so, I, that, so that's what I was but thinking but that's about. how it starts I never necessarily thought I wanted to be in the restaurant business but I was thinking about that on yeah. the drive up here just like because I'm, I'm just a creative person and I'd be thinking about like um, if I want to do something how would I do it and that's what I was thinking about so like what what intrigues you about the restaurant business and what okay. would a Zakia run so, restaurant look like what intrigues me is that I'm really into going to restaurants like that's my jam. My son and I, that's our thing when we bond, we go to restaurants. Um, I'm really interested in the experiences and cocktails. Like, and the other thing is now that I'm vegan, when you go to restaurants, it's so limited. So like, there's like, options. literally there's always like French fries I can eat, which I've become addicted to since I've become vegan because it's all you eat. something I can have, but yeah. it's not very good for you. Yeah. Salad. Sometimes it's a good salad that has hearty things in it and delicious things in it, but sometimes it's not, and sometimes it's basic, and some, sometimes food is just basic, and like, 
I just want to create an experience for people when they go out. That is really important to me. And I, like, literally, it's my favorite thing to do with my friends. It's my favorite thing to do alone. It's my favorite thing to do with my son. I like going out to eat. I like a fucking amazing cocktail. I want somebody, a mixologist, to mix the fuck out of my shit. Mm -hmm. And I want to be like, oh, I can taste the ginger. Oh, I can <laughs> taste that that has Casamigos in it. I, can, I want all of that to happen. And I want people to be like, yo, this is a dope environment. I just yeah. want to come back here. So I think that's um, what inspires me about the restaurant business. And my cousin and I were talking about doing a food truck first. Um, food trucks are lit. Food trucks are a lot of work. It's all a lot of work, but yeah, it's just yeah. like, First of all, it's like thirty grand to get a used one, like sixty to get a new one, and none of them are up north. They're all down south, so it's like that, and it's like the permits of where your your truck's gonna be. It's like it's just like all of these, so much shit. you like all of these nuances that it's just like that, yo, that's with everything. Yeah, it, it is. With but it's like my cousin works a nine to five, and he's also fifty years old. He's a young fifty, but like I don't have the capacity for that right now. Like. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, like I said, when I can focus on that stuff, like I know the things that I want to do. Um, and I think that I'll definitely be able to tackle and be good at two or three of them. But I'm just not. Yeah. Um, being someone who appreciates restaurants and stuff, what are some of the ones out here in New York that you fuck with? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I like Sweet Shake. I think that's partially owned by Nas. Okay. Or he endorses it, mm -hmm. um, but they do a very good um, black bean like patty thing that I eat there and salad for the vegan. But they're really famous for their chicken and waffles. The music is banging. Um, you know, I really like Cheesecake Factory, but that's not New York City. That's like yo, like why do you? That's I'm so like, basic. it's cheesecake. It's, it's good. So cheesecake Factory is good. Um, no, what else? Like, shit, that's crazy. New York City. Um, it's been a lot. Or even like just some of the best restaurants you've been in. That's like, damn, like I wanna emulate this or I fuck with this. Oh yeah, like uh people need to see this experience. Nobu is fantastic. I've been to Nobu. I've been to Nobu in New York is great and the one in Malibu is amazing too. It's fresh, it's delicious, yeah. it's well flavored, well seasoned, excuse me. Um <laughs> well flavored. <laughs> Showing your uh <laughs> I guess uh, in, what's the word? Like in, uh, immaturity? I yeah, know. yes. Um You know how to yes. drink wine though. Well, I'm actually doing it wrong. When you drink red wine, you're supposed to drink oh, really? this because red wine is supposed to be warm. Oh, so you got to cup it with yeah. Your hand. So it, it gives off the yeah the heat temperature your in your hand. hand. Yeah. yeah. But when you drink white wine and champagne, you should drink by the same. Okay. Are you good? Are you a good cook? I am. Yeah. Do you I like don't to cook? cook a lot? Um. <laughs> yo, I work. I don't think people understand. Like, you work like all the time. I work so much, like. On the weekends, that's like probably the last thing I'm gonna do. And my son, he's not like super particular, like because of, like we go out to eat all the time. He's not like, hey, mommy, like he might be like, make me some pancakes, and I make him like some pancakes from scratch. But like, I don't like unless I'm like craving something or like I'm coming from working out. I don't really cook that much, but I am a good cook. Like mm -hmm. I like to cook. I enjoy it. Um, I think I enjoyed it more when I wasn't vegan. That makes sense because this is just a transition, you know what I'm saying? Okay, but okay, so seeing that you like work so much, what does your like daily routine look like? Like, what time do you wake up in the morning? Depends. Um, 
So usually the beginning of the week is earlier and then it, uh, it gradually becomes later, okay. depending on um, turnarounds and actor availability, actor turnarounds, if you have a night scene, if you have a serious scene, whatever. So for instance, this week, I didn't have a super early call on Monday. I started my day, my call was at 6 a.m. I had to be work at 6 a.m. So I got up at four. Over like four fifty-five, got to work, work fourteen hours, then went home. So you get off at what time? Um, so I worked six eight to eight. Yeah, okay. with a thirty-minute break. They don't ever. Really take <laughs> That's why the film industry can do that, though. <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying like yeah, any other industry, paper, yeah. any other industry, you can't do that. Right? Like, am I, I wrong? I mean, they pro- like the thing is they provide for like I can go get food from them that they provide for mm-hmm. me, but I don't literally sit down and literally take 30 minutes to eat. Yeah. I can never really do that. But well, I guess in home health care, we got a lot of people that work like 12 hour days, 11 hour shifts, 15 hour shifts sometimes, but um, it's on some like, do you want to do this? You know, like, this is the shift, do you want it? You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't have that option. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, So you get off at eight and then what? And then I literally drive home maybe take a shower at the on the day stink yeah stink. like whatever like yeah. and then get right like it's literally the same thing every day yeah. um like today i didn't have to be at work until 8 30 but i already knew the time i had to be at work that there was going to be hella traffic so i still like i got home at i think i got home at 10 uh but they weren't wrapped yet so i had to stay up until they wrapped so they could tell me they're out uh, and then I had to send the call sheet to my additionals. Like the people that don't work on my show full time, I had to send them the call sheet to make sure that they get to work. And then I went to sleep and I woke up at 545 of the West 615. Got to work at like right on time for the traffic. Um, That's it. I want you to be as honest as you can be. Oh, yeah. Question. I, oh, of course, it's... I know you wouldn't be, but <laughs> do, do you feel fulfilled? with that because i because and the reason the 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 basis behind this question is that i feel like we all have like a creative self your job allows you to be a certain level of creative right do you feel like you're fulfilled in like your professional and creative like needs i think i'm fulfilling my professional needs Um, creative sometimes Mm -hmm. sometimes not i wish or i hope i don't want to wish my life away i hope that I can be more creative um, in the future. Uh, this show that I'm working on right now is just like not much room for that. Um, it's kind of standard. But the show that I do, that I've been doing for the past four years, that I do from usually the end of winter until beginning of spring, is called Younger, um, where it's a little bit more like it's fashion based and it's. Um, style based so i feel i feel more fulfilled in that because i do like i do like it sounds it's gonna sound surfaceal that's not a word but it's gonna sound on the surface <laughs> surfaceal <laughs> i've been saying that new word yeah, yeah, yeah. it sounds like a word but um i feel okay i'm not yeah. completely creatively fulfilled i'm definitely fulfilled in the professional um part because i am being challenged a lot so i'm happy about that because that means that I'm going to be better and I'm going to be stronger. So that makes me happy. What do you think is the next 
thing for you like we we talked about a little bit about like the things you kind of like see happening for you throughout the course of your life but what do you think is like directly next no i'm not sure yeah i'm going to i feel like that openness is kind of good though just like yeah like, to anything. like i said i'm go this show we go on hiatus tomorrow's our last day before mm -hmm. we go on hiatus for christmas so we go on hiatus for two weeks and then we come back and we do five weeks and our show is done First season of the show is a wrap. Yeah. And I oh, literally. Oh, so this is a new show. Yeah, it's a nice. new show. First season. Um, and then after that, I literally go to Younger. And we shoot until May. And then I'll have no job and I'll figure it out. And that's just how it works. And I'm okay with that for right now. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to figure it out. And. That's dope. That's dope. What, what's some like advice you would give? I always give people like a chance to kind of just give their parting wisdom on folks who might be listening. Yeah. What's some advice you would give to whether the people who want to go into the industry you're in, whether the people who just like something it's like a mindset thing that you think everyone should have. Yeah. What's what's like kind of like the, the parting words you would give to folks that are listening? I guess um, my mantras are like, don't give up. Um, be steadfast, um, be grounded, be rooted and your choices and decisions, excuse me. Um, if you want to get into TV and film, research it. Don't listen to what anyone tells you. That's Do the research, That's figure it out, whatever. Like if you think you want to be a prop master, if you think you want to be a set dresser, if you think you want to be an AD, which is an assistant director, if you think you want to be in costumes, if you think you want to be a grip, if you, whatever it is, research that whole process of getting into that industry i'm getting into that union do all the research for yourself don't listen to other people figure it out for yourself so that you can make every choice leading up to whatever it may be um save your fucking money yo that's the yo that's the, that's the realest advice i've ever heard on this show save i'm your gonna money. say that right now People don't save their fucking money. And saving money is literally the least thing that you can do to just benefit yourself, dog. Yeah. So many people get their paycheck and spend it. And I, I, I want you to finish, but I just have to say that that was the single biggest thing that allowed me to just have the money to do the things that I wanted to do. I started saving and I started realizing some of the things that I was spending money on just weren't things that I needed or weren't things that were important. And the moment, like saving, just to me, I'm, I'm huge on that. Uh, I'm huge, I'm um, huge. I think that whatever it may be, like if you're like putting like $50 a week aside, like I was doing like for a minute, there's this app called Digit mm -hmm. um, and it saves, like you can set goals, but it saves, it'll save like, on every purchase you make, it saves a certain amount. It used to be free, but now they charge you $2.99 a month. But like, I think I had saved like $5,000 in like a few months on that just, Letting it like just do its thing. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying? Or like make sure you have that Roth, that IRA, like make sure you're setting yourself up for your future. I'm not saying save everything like, at all. Like I have tons of things to spend. Yeah, I get it. Like, I get clothes, it. But like save something. But bro. save something, like at least like be able to be like, alright, I know I got that in the back, like or whatever. Like I have like not a lot. Like Four hundred dollars, like that, had been put aside for me. First, like my mom is on my phone bill. 
And basically, I was like, yo, like her phone bill is like thirty dollars a month, and I'm like, yo, bruh, I don't want like she like was getting on her nerves, like. Here's your thirty dollars, like, bruh, like, I don't need thirty dollars up front, like, it's not changing my life, like, stop fucking bothering me about the thirty dollars. And she was just, like, how am I gonna give this thirty to you? Like, yeah, like, like, do it. literally, like, do I, have, it I have Bank of America, she's yeah. a credit union, so it's like, you know, it's like two totally different spectrums. My mom's like, always talking to me about finances. I'm just like, dog, do you and I'll figure it out. Like, it's not that you don't have to communicate with me every five minutes. Please. And she's like, yo, I'm gonna um. I'm gonna put you in, um, I'm gonna just put the money in an account. And like the other day she's like, sorry. It's okay. Um, she's like, oh, uh, yeah, so you have like $500 in that account that, you know, for the phone bill. I was like, where? I'm like, I'm taking that to Curacao, yes. <laughs> so she was like, put, like, pay yourself and then like, just put like because that's the thing with traveling and it's all about just like like setting it up like you know what I'm saying like you don't need trillions of dollars to travel you just need to make a plan and like you don't need to have like thousands of unless you're stunning yeah yeah that's what people are doing now I don't stun yeah I go on vacation trying to do like, things for sure not the bare minimum but like I'm not going on vacation for stunt like so it's like put your little money aside put your little twenty fifty dollars aside a week and just like do you like just do you like stop relying on other people's lives and lifestyles and just do you save your money do you make a plan do the research do the work stop relying on other people to fucking like have this blueprint of what your life is going to be because that shit's never going to appear yeah, straight up. you're going to be looking like forever for the rest of your life so that's, I don't know. Again, I don't know if I'm answering this. Question. Nah, you answer. At this point, I'm lit. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's lit. straight up. Nah, nah, but I think you um, answered the question for sure. Um, again, I appreciate you for coming through. It was so dope, like reconnecting with you. Like it's funny, dog, because you were really that you were really like a staple in the moment of my life when i was like figuring out who the fuck i was yeah. i was a college student you know what i'm saying no, and cool. i like forever 21 was like the first job like it was it wasn't my first job it, it felt like my first like real job no, you know what yeah, I, feel, I feel the same way yeah yeah i feel the same way i feel like again like i've met so many uh dynamic people mm-hmm. there like from you to chase yeah. to fucking phil my grant who i don't fuck with but uh said my grant yeah, i don't you know you don't know him okay oh uh, sure. like all types of people wait he was like a florida dude yeah yeah <laughs> wow i feel like he literally goes, goes literally I just, I just thought about who he could be. Yeah. I think I'm talking about he was like a Florida dude. He had like a crazy yeah. Florida accent. Yeah. 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 That's funny. I'm just remembering him now. Yeah. yeah. I think Ronald worked at uh Forever Twenty One. Remember Ronald? He went to Hampton. But I think he worked at Forever. I had a class with he's like an actor now and Isn't here that in New York. Ronald? You know him. <laughs> Ronald, uh what the fuck is oh! Yes, 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 yes. Oh, yeah. Like him, like there was so many people. So many people. But it's just like it's so nice, like seeing all y'all like actually like put yourselves on. Like, you know, like go for it. Like 
you don't want to see people that are just like stagnant and or like doing the same shit we were doing back then. Sure, it's just so sure. nice to like to like just literally be able to like slide in a DM and be like, yo, what up? Or yeah. like, ah, oh, just showing love or like just being happy that you're like yeah. in a good space. Um, lastly, the last, last, last thing is um, if like people want to like reach out to you, maybe ask you questions about your industry or anything like that, where can people, where can people find you? Well, on <laughs> IG, <laughs> on IG, I'm Z underscore underscore original. Two underscores. Uh, yeah, you can ask me any questions. Yeah. I'm an open book. Yeah. Um, I am Zakia Dennis. On Facebook and I was telling you before we started, I fuck with how you do Facebook. You're hilarious <laughs> on Facebook, so definitely follow her as a kid dentist on Facebook. But I think I'm only funny if you know me, because I yeah. feel like people would yeah, like, that's, that's for sure. Yeah, because people might. I think sometimes I'm dry as fuck, so people, people take me like, seriously, like, like literally. Like, yeah, or I'm like I'm just super outlandish. Yeah. So people are like, what? What's wrong with that? <laughs> I'm just being it's jokes. Yeah. It's all jokes. Somebody told me today they love and they live for my Instagram stories. And you know, it's I don't like, watch your stories. I don't watch. They're my pride and joy. Yeah, really? Oh yeah. Okay. We gotta get into I gotta, I gotta get into your stories. I gotta get into your stories. I don't watch stories much at all. Like it's a real outlet for me. Instagram. Yeah. I um, I stopped. I stopped doing Instagram for like two months. And I was like, okay, I'm over stopping. It's just I'm like, that's, that's not even stopping. Two months is not stopping. Yo, I got back on. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Two months is not stopping. It's so funny to me when people be like, I'm leaving Instagram for a while. I I'm leaving back in like, That's yeah. not, bro, dog. That's not even a real. Unless you're gone, unless you're gone, gone. That's not even a thing. Two months, nobody even noticed you left. Nobody what? even noticed you left after two months. Like that's not a real like disappearance. That's just like a that's a publicity stuff. That's what that is. I want people to know I'm leaving. I'm gonna go work on myself. And then before we can even notice that you're gone, you're back. Yeah, you did it over a boy. Ghosting somebody. Somebody ghosted me. And I was like, yo. So what was the logic behind leaving? Okay, Instagram? so what happened was I had like slid in his Instagram like, yo, is this really how you're carrying this? Yeah. And then like he basically was like, yeah. And I kind of went off on him, and I was like, why am I letting this person have this power over me? And I was really disappointed in myself. And I was like, yo, I gotta get off Is it like you were checking Instagram to see what he was doing for a period of time? He had posted something that, like, literally, like, made my skin, like, yeah, raw. Yeah, Like, it was, like, on some, like, Jesus. I can't take the whole, like, spiritual slash Jesus shit. Mm -hmm. And, like, you're not living that way. Oh. Like, you're not treating people in that yeah. manner. Oh, and so I kind of like called it out. Yeah, I called it out, and I was just like, and he was just like, he kept saying like slick shit that was like, basically like playing me. And I was just like, yo, and I had went off like three times, and I was like, what am I doing? Like, no. So what I'm saying is like, so like, do you feel like IG? You do you feel like you were getting on IG in connection to like trying to see what he was doing or like? Like, uh, really, no. like using ideas like a, this is how I talk to him so when no, I get an idea no. I'm thinking about him no yeah maybe cause I feel yeah. like that's what I do sometimes like sometimes okay. like when I have to take like a cause, cause like with what I do with what I'm trying to do with my brand it's hard for me to like just be off social media cause like yeah. I, I, I'm promoting things on social media yeah. but I do realize there's times when I'm on this shit and I'm like checking for certain people so when I feel like I'm in that mode it's like okay I gotta stop doing that you know what I'm saying I gotta stop I gotta stop stop getting on Snapchat no, yeah. checking for certain people. I, I gotta stop getting on Facebook checking for certain people. So that's when I take my like live by but I don't make it public. I don't be like, okay guys, I'm leaving. Uh, <laughs> I didn't make it public. 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 I didn't make it
Okay, okay, guys, I'm leaving uh, Instagram for a couple of months. I'm trying to get myself together. I think uh, Instagram it serves as an engine. Like it's a tool, dog. Like, it's the reason I'm yeah, doing like, what I'm doing. The last two guys I've I've talked to like started basically with Instagram, you know, like in the DM or whatever. Yeah, like somebody it's like black, it's the new black planet. Yeah, or somebody commenting on your um on your story and then it goes into these conversations and it's like, yo, hit me up. Like mm-hmm. it's just like that's just what it is. That's interesting. I mean I don't love it, but it's just like It is it's, it's the times that we're in. It's how it's how it's how you talk to people these days. Yeah. Which is um interesting in its own right. But again, thanks for coming through man. Cheers, cheers in the I appreciate you tuning in to this episode of This A Podcast. Um, Wherever you're listening, Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor, Stitcher, whatever, uh, please like, comment, subscribe, all that type of stuff. If you think this was a valuable episode, you learned some stuff, save it, listen to it later, Uh, share it if you feel inclined. Um, Again, we got a bunch of stuff on itsnation.com. So check us out there. We got Sporty Life TV. We got Saba Saga. We got all kinds of stuff on there. So check that out. Uh, YouTube, It's Nation TV. Uh, always dropping new content. We got the Sporty Life TV living there. Follow itsnation.com on all social media channels Instagram, Twitter. Vero, if you're there, Snapchat, uh, itsnation.com spelled out. So that's itsnation, D-O-T-C-O-M. Um, and just, you know what I'm saying? Keep supporting the brand, man. We all, we all really appreciate it. It's fucking nation.